Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Welcome back to A Healthy Bite. Today's episode is about a subject in which I have had a lot of practice, how to turn around a bad day. In fact, I have had so much practice in the past two months that I decided to rewrite a past article on my website all about how to turn around a bad day and add this podcast to go along with it. But you know what I'm talking about. You wake up and you're going about your day. You have a lot of things planned and suddenly you hit a roadblock and you tell yourself that you're just going to keep powering through and you're going to make the most of the day. And then you hit another roadblock. You navigate around that roadblock and then you hit another roadblock and the day just continues to go that way. And you feel like, wow, why is all this bad stuff happening to me? Why? why can't I seem to make any progress on this project? Or I had all these great plans and I had the best intentions. Why is everything going wrong? Well, maybe you haven't had that. I hope you haven't. But for me, this is something that happens every now and then. And I have learned with the help of a few mentors and of course, my ultra positive attitude husband, that there are ways that you can turn around a bad day. And in the spirit of keeping this a healthy bite and not a full meal, I'm just going to power through some of these methods that I use. And if you want to get more in depth in it, I would suggest that you uh, go to the show notes and click on the link to the article because I have a full, much longer list with links to other articles that you can read about foods you can eat to improve your mood and different ways to improve your emotional well-being. But the first thing that I want to suggest, if you're having a bad day, or if it feels like a lot of things are going wrong one after another, one of the most powerful strategies that you can use to turn around that bad day is to validate your own feelings. I learned this from my psychologist, my therapist that I went to for years. She validated my feelings. And after so many years of seeing a therapist, I realized that The reason therapists are so successful, well, at least the ones who are super successful, is that they tend to validate your feelings. So if you learn to call a spade a spade and you just say to yourself, okay, this is a really sucky thing that just happened to me, just be gentle with yourself and treat yourself the way you would treat a friend who is having a bad day, I think that is the first step in actually moving forward. Okay, this is a bad thing that happened. And I still think that I can turn around this day with a little effort. So take a deep breath, label it. Is it stress? Are you having anxiety? Are you frustrated? Are you angry? Is this something that a decision that you've been needing to make over and over? Or is there anything that you can recognize that you can label? If you can attach a label to what you're feeling and why you're feeling it, it can help you to take action and move forward. And then speaking of taking action, this is another method that has really helped me in the past. I work from home and like a lot of moms out there, I wear a lot of different hats. I constantly have my attention being pulled in a a lot of different directions. But if I'm at home and I'm trying to do work or if I'm frustrated with my kids, sometimes it really helps to take a break and change environments. A change of scenery can really alter our perspective on things. So if I'm at home and I'm having a bad day, I might try 
putting on my shoes and taking a, a quick walk through the greenway. Or if it's like really bearing down on me, I might even get in my car and try to run an errand, you know, a quick trip to the grocery store, or even just to a store to browse mindlessly for no reason. Even a quick trip to fill your car up with gas can just be a change of pace and a change of location that can help you get a different perspective on things. Sometimes if I'm trying to work from home and things just aren't working out or I'm running into a lot of mental roadblocks, I'll pack up my laptop and head over to a juice bar or a coffee shop where I can access free Wi-Fi and then try to do my work in a different location. Sometimes that can help. If you're having a bad day, sometimes our bad day is connected to a project we're working on or we could be getting bogged down in the monotony of daily work. When this is the case, I try putting my current activity on pause and I begin doing something different. It can help to set a timer for about 15 to 20 minutes and try to focus on the new activity. And then after the 15 or 20 minutes are up, you can go back to the project you're working on. For example, with me, if I am trying to write and I'm just running into a mental roadblock, maybe I will walk away from my writing and go outside and play with my dog for a while, take a walk in the greenway, or or maybe I'll pick up a knitting project and set my timer for 20 minutes and just knit for 20 minutes and let my mind rest. And then when I go back to working on that project, I have a new perspective and I'm sometimes able to continue working. It doesn't always work. Yes, sometimes I have found that I can rescue the rest of my day by a simple change of plans. But sometimes the more I try, the less I am able to succeed. I spend a lot of time reading different self-help books to figure out what what is this called? And I stumbled upon something that is called the law of reversed effort. And that is the phenomenon that when we chase something or someone, it tends to move away from us. But when we leave it alone, it comes to us. This can be hard for type A personalities or like real go-getter type people. That's me. I am super all or nothing. I always have had the hard work, just barrel forward, put all your effort into it kind of teachings. And that is my personality. Hard work equals results, right? But recently I started a coaching program and it's all about incorporating rest into our work life. So working a certain amount of time, taking a certain amount of time off. And while this isn't always possible in every job situation, for example, my husband can only be guaranteed certain days off. Other days, he absolutely has to work and he can't have a four-day work week or a four-hour work day or whatever. So this is obviously something that can't necessarily work for every person. But when you consider the law of reversed effort, in certain situations, resting can really be productive. I know that sounds insane. It did to me the first time I read it. But when I'm trying really hard to get work done, and I just keep running into roadblock after roadblock, I have tried this tactic. Recently, if you're a longtime follower of my website, you may be aware that my website and thousands of other websites were actually taken down by a cyber attack. My website was down for about 60 days. It was really, really stressful and way more stressful than it should have been considering that my website doesn't have any 
life or death information on it, but it's something that I have done daily for about a decade, working on my website, sharing information with others, and it was really hard for me to move forward when I wasn't sure if I was going to get my website back. I rebuilt a new website and then I actually got my old website files back and then I had some struggles with that. But it seemed like the more I tried to work on things, the more it moved away from me. And so I decided to change my focus. I started taking some time off. And so it was during the 60 day period of time that I found when I am trying really hard to get work done, but I keep experiencing these obstacles that I would try this tactic. During this time, it was evident that I was not going to be able to get work done on my website. I decided to take my son up on his offer to play Minecraft. It's really hard to have negative energy when you're playing a game with someone who's enjoying your company so much. In fact, playing Minecraft, it has no real objective for me other than spending time with my kids. So two of my children and I spent a couple of days on and off playing Minecraft. And during that time, all of the problems I had previously been experiencing were resolved. I didn't do anything that created this resolution. It would have happened whether I was stressing out over it or not. So keep this in mind next time you're trying so hard. Trying too hard often backfires. When we focus too much on achieving happiness, we often repel the very thing we're looking for. This is evident in so many other areas like trying to get back to sleep. I can't tell you how many emails I receive from people who say, I often wake up in the middle of the night and I just can't get back to sleep. The more I try, the harder it is to go back to sleep. And that's the key. You have to stop trying. First of all, get up and go to another room, get a drink of water or do something else in another room and then come back and focus on listening to a book or anything else besides trying to go back to sleep. And as soon as you start doing something else and you change your focus, the more easily you will be able to fall back asleep. Another great example of this law of reversed effort is the more you try to enjoy yourself, the less you really are enjoying yourself. If you have to try, you're probably not having that much fun, right? So keep this in mind, taking a break or resting can contribute to accomplishment. Now back to other ways of turning around a bad day. Food has a lot more power than you might think. If you eat a snack that's good for your brain or purposely choose a healthy snack, this will typically derail any of those tendencies to self-medicate with food. If you happen to be an emotional eater, you will find some great suggestions in the book, The Happiness Diet. In the book, you will find foods that are more apt to cause you to be in a better mood. Believe it or not, food can be closely related to your emotional state. So focus on foods that can contribute to your well-being and a better mood and try to avoid those foods that can put you in a bad mood. And we all know that food sends signals to our brain, just like on Thanksgiving when you eat a lot of turkey, which contains tryptophan and you become sleepy. There are foods that change your mental state. So make sure to focus on foods that fuel your brain, fuel energy, and contribute to your happiness. Another technique I've used with great success for turning around a bad day is laughter. If you don't feel like laughing, so what? Do it anyways. If you need some help, 
find some funny memes or watch a sitcom. Ask someone to tell you their best joke. Listen to a stand-up comedy routine or a funny podcast. Just do whatever it takes to make yourself laugh. Even better, if you can listen to a funny podcast or a funny book while you take a walk outside in the sunshine. This is a double whammy when it comes to stopping a bad day in its tracks. Now, if all of those methods fail to turn around your bad day, consider calling someone who cares immensely about you. Call them, not text, just call, and then have a nice chat. Sometimes it does help to vent about what's going wrong in your day to someone, but other times it can actually make it worse. So try not to focus on the things that are going wrong. And also you want to avoid people who tend to pile on as that may fuel the fire to your bad day. So if you have a friend who tends to one up you with their bad day, then you might want to avoid that person and call someone who is a little more positive. Although sometimes well-meaning people who have a really super positive attitude may accidentally (laughs) invalidate your feelings. This happened with my husband a lot until we went to counseling and he learned that trying to get someone to see the positive side of something instead of validating their feelings can actually make that person feel worse. So if you're on the receiving end of that phone call from someone who's having a bad day, just remember to validate the person's feelings before you begin to make suggestions on how to turn around their bad day. And then another great way to turn around a bad day is to be a hero. This has worked for me so many times. You can perform a random act of kindness towards someone else and it will immediately make your day feel better. If you're in line behind someone else, pay for their coffee. Or if you're walking down the sidewalk and you notice someone's expired parking meter, pay it forward. Put a few quarters in that parking meter so they don't get a ticket. When you prove to yourself that you can help someone else to have a great day, you'll realize that you can do that for yourself as well. And speaking of having a great day, another way to ensure that you have one great day after another is to practice gratitude. You've probably heard this a million times, but it really does help. Write down between one and five things every single day that you're thankful for and think about how great those things are. Get into the habit of acknowledging that there are good things in your life and become genuinely appreciative of them. If you have a planner, you can just write down one thing on each day that you're actually grateful for. And then when you're having a bad day, you can go back and look through those and you'll see that there's so many things in your life that you can be grateful for. Some days it may feel like the only thing that you can be grateful for is the fact that you're breathing. That's okay. Take a deep breath and really, really appreciate the fact that you're breathing, the fact that you're alive, because being alive means that you're going to have another chance to have a great day tomorrow. On the philosophical side of things, there's really no such thing as a bad day. It's only our perception and our expectation of how our day should have gone or how it should be going. When things aren't going according to your plans, Don't just accept that the whole day is going to go downhill and be bad, or you could be creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. In other words, if you expect bad things to happen, you're more susceptible to having bad things happen. So focus on whatever the good thing is. And believe me, I know this is easier said than done. 
Remember, we all get stressed about things. Every job has its hard to deal with aspects and life always is going to have good days and bad days. But when we obsessively keep thinking about those bad things inside of our minds, we tend to make our anxiety and our bad feelings much worse. Just step away, take a deep breath and do nothing for a little while. That can contribute to a change of mood and increase the possibility that the rest of your day will go according to plan. Sometimes when it feels like I'm having just a horrendous day, I will stop and take stock of my attitude and what in my mind a good day is actually comprised of. First of all, I will take out a piece of paper and write down what my perfect day is. And I realize a lot of times when I do this that I am just trying to achieve perfection so hard. Perfection can be the enemy of a good day. So letting go of perfectionistic ideals will actually lighten your mental load and allow you to appreciate the simple pleasure of doing things instead of feeling the pressure to do everything perfectly. This is another conclusion that I came to recently is that it is hard to break free of the hustle culture. Overworking is not necessarily essential to success. So I had to make sure that I wasn't putting that pressure on myself. Perfection and overworking are two things that contributed to a lot of my bad days. I spent a lot of time thinking I had to get certain things done and it was only me who was putting that pressure on myself to succeed and achieve certain things. Once I let up on the pressure I was putting on myself, I was more able to find the joy in the day and turn it around and rescue the rest of my day. So if you want to reset a day that's starting to go downhill, avoid engaging in the self-critique and negative thinking that often come when we feel like we're having a bad day. Take it easy on yourself and try not to judge yourself unfairly. This is something a lot of us tend to do when we feel like we're beginning to have a bad day and that is to start the negative critical thinking that lead to more negative emotions, more stress hormones and higher stress levels. So the next time you feel like you're having a bad day, tell yourself you wouldn't talk that way to a friend so you shouldn't talk that way to yourself. Write down some things that are really great about you. I know this can be really hard if you're not the kind of person who is good at self-praise or acknowledging your good attributes, but take a moment and just think of one reason why you're awesome and write it down and then focus on that. While it's not always possible to stop bad things from happening, we can control how we respond to them. It's so easy to wallow in negative emotions and it's a little bit harder to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and actually start focusing on the positive. But if you take some of these tips and apply them, I firmly believe that you will be able to turn around a bad day. And of course, it helps if you have this list in a handy place. So open up your planner and write down what are the five things that you feel can contribute most to turning around a bad day. Write them in the front of your planner or put them on a post-it note and stick them on your mirror, wherever you're more likely to see them the next time you're having a bad day. And really do them and do them with intention. And remember, you can find this list of strategies to turn around a bad day at thatorganicmom.com. How to turn around a bad day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. 
find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.